Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, breaking news out of the US with a Sussex baby welcomed into the world. The adorable name paying tribute to multiple generations of royals. Also, infection spreads. Victoria's aged care hit by COVID again with two more positive cases. Defamation trial begins. Ben Robert Smith gets his time in court as he takes aim over newspaper articles. And the NRL Integrity Unit investigates a vicious brawl allegedly involving a Canberra Raiders player. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. We begin with breaking news. A new royal baby has been born with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex announcing the arrival of their daughter, a little sister for Archie. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney, who's outside the family's Montecito compound. Good morning, Ash. Mother and baby are already back at home. Good morning, Jody. Yes, Megan gave birth at a hospital 10 minutes from the couple's home here in Santa Barbara. That was on Friday morning at 11.40 a.m. It is now Sunday morning here in the U.S., so the couple has waited a couple of days to make the announcement of the birth of their second child, a daughter. Uh, Lilibet Diana Mountbatten Windsor. They made the announcement on their website saying on June 4th we were blessed with the arrival of our daughter Lily. Uh, she is more than we could have ever imagined and we remain grateful for the love and prayers we've felt from across the globe. Uh, they say thank you for your continued kindness and support during this very special time for our family. Lilibet is a tribute to Queen Elizabeth. That was uh, is her nickname. Prince Philip uh, would affectionately call her Lilibet. Uh, of course, Diana is in honour of uh, little Lily's grandmother, late grandmother Diana. The circumstances of this second royal ba- uh, family baby, I should say, uh, for Megan and Harry uh, could not have been more different than that of baby Archie, who is now two years old. The couple receiving well wishes from right across the globe this morning. Jody, Always lovely news. OK, thanks, Ash. Melbourne is in lockdown limbo this morning as four new local COVID cases, including another two in aged care, keep the Victorian capital on edge. A 79-year-old resident at the R-Care facility in Maidstone is among them. He's fully vaccinated and has no symptoms but is in hospital as a precaution. A staff member is also positive. Health officials say it's unlikely restrictions will be lifted before Thursday night's deadline. It's a day-by-day proposition. Um, uh, That's our expectation, but um, we don't want to be in this any longer than we need to, so um, if we can, we will. 
There are now 72 active cases in the community. More than 1,900 close contacts have been released from quarantine as the danger of the initial Whittlesea outbreak eases. An extra 100,000 Pfizer doses are on the way for Victoria to help supercharge the vaccine rollout during the state's outbreak. 58% of over 70s in Victoria have now been vaccinated and 42% of people aged over 50. Saturday was a record for vaccination rates across the country with more than 88,000 Australians receiving their jab. The outbreak in Victoria is reigniting debate over hotel quarantine as New South Wales calls for federal intervention. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott. Good morning, Rob. New South Wales wants to host a Commonwealth facility. Yes, good morning. It does, Jody. The Treasurer says uh, while the state's hotel quarantine system has been successful, a purpose-built facility would be welcome. Now, of course, this comes just a couple of days after the Victorian government inked a deal with the Commonwealth for a 500-bed facility in Melbourne. Under the terms of that agreement, the federal government will foot the $200 million construction costs and Victoria will pay to run it. But Dominic Perrottet says anything in New South Wales would be owned and operated by the Commonwealth. But at this stage it appears it's just an idea with no formal proposal on the table although the Prime Minister is open to it. These are the types of facilities that we should be looking at uh, to ensure they're fit for purpose um, and keep the virus at bay. The PM has confirmed with the uh, Premier that at this point they're not seeking uh, any additional quarantine facility in New South Wales. Queensland is also lobbying for its own dedicated quarantine facility, but its plans to establish one near Toowoomba was scuttled last week after it failed to meet several new Commonwealth criteria tabled at National Cabinet. Jody. OK, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. A maritime worker is back in hotel quarantine in Perth after sparking a major COVID scare. He tested positive to the virus after completing his two-week stay and had dined out and gone shopping. Potential exposure sites include an Optus store, a chemist and a bar at the Ibis Quarantine Hotel he stayed at. However, health officials believe the man's positive result might be due to him still shedding the virus from an earlier infection. Australia's most decorated soldier, Ben Robert Smith, will be the first to give evidence when his defamation trial against Nine begins today. He's suing the media giant over a series of newspaper articles. His parents have released a statement saying we never expected our son would be unfairly attacked in this manner after he served his country in Afghanistan with distinction and risked his life. The federal court will rule on the case, which could last up to 10 weeks. The Coalition and Labor are neck and neck in the latest opinion poll. For the first time since February, the Coalition has gained ground, lifting a point to sit at 50-50 with the ALP. But according to news poll, Scott Morrison has fallen in popularity as leader, sliding to 53 compared to 55 points in May. Anthony Albanese gained support, lifting two points. Top aide to independent MP Craig Kelly and accused sex offender Frank Zumbo is vowing to fight the charges after being released on bail. The 53-year-old is accused of 18 offences, including indecent assault and sexual touching, after four former female staffers came forward with allegations. He'll continue working for Mr Kelly despite the charges. Federal Minister Greg Hunt stopped short of calling for him to step down. It's absolutely critical that parliamentary standards are maintained at all times. A lawyer for Mr Zumbo says he intends to plead not guilty to all charges. 
A whale trapped in rope off Sydney's Coogee Beach has been freed overnight. The animal was spotted yesterday afternoon dragging floating buoys behind it, sparking a rescue operation. It was feared poor light would push the mission into today, but thankfully the Marine Command was able to dislodge the rope. The NRL Integrity Unit is investigating a nightclub brawl allegedly involving Canberra player Curtis Scott. Security vision obtained by the Canberra Times shows Scott in an animated discussion with a man in white. A third man intervenes and it's then Scott is accused of throwing a volley of punches. The man reportedly received a broken nose and concussion. On Australia Day last year, Scott was arrested after being found asleep under a tree, but charges were later dropped and police were ordered to pay his legal costs. There's a new twist in the investigation into the kidnapping of former Test cricketer Stuart McGill. A hooded man has been caught on camera throwing a package at the front door of the Daily Telegraph's offices in Surrey Hills. The package contained a mobile phone inside an envelope marked Stuart McGill's phone. The device contained thousands of text messages as well as personal snaps. The phone has now been handed over to New South Wales Police. McGill was allegedly kidnapped at gunpoint from his Sydney home in April before being held for ransom and badly beaten. Doctors are concerned the largest Medicare review in 37 years could leave some families worse off. According to the Australian Medical Association, over 900 surgeries are set to be affected. They include 594 orthopaedic surgery items, 188 cardiac surgeries and 150 general surgery procedures. There are fears some Australians will forego vital procedures because they simply can't afford them. It's one of the leading causes of death in Australian women, but heart disease is too often seen as a men's health problem. Now, record funding has been announced for research into female heart health, leading to a new trial designed to reduce heart disease risk in pregnant women. She's the former world number one squash player and dual Commonwealth gold recipient, and Michelle Martin has her fit family to thank. I was so fit and healthy and, you know, lean and a lean fighting machine. But Along with a shared love of sport, they share an unlikely history of heart problems, which surfaced for Michelle at 53. Woke up in the morning with a chest pain and I just said, let's just go to the doctors. She was diagnosed with angina and had two stents inserted, becoming the one in three Australian women who develop heart disease. We are learning that there are significant features of heart disease that are unique to women. The Heart Foundation is switching the focus, joining with the federal government to spend $8 million on vital research across four key areas. $2 million has been allocated specifically to women and heart disease. Including a new trial on heart health and pregnancy. If you've had preeclampsia during a pregnancy, high blood pressure or gestational diabetes, you're actually at significantly higher risk. Starting later this year, the trial will recruit 600 women between 40 and 69 to undergo heart scans. By using a simple CT scan, we can actually detect premature coronary heart disease. Early detection allowing early treatment. Now it is forefront in my mind that you've got to keep check of this stuff. Amelia Brace, 7 News. A photographic treasure trove found under a bed in Melbourne is about to go under the hammer. It captures some of the most iconic moments in history, from the Gallipoli campaign to precious occasions for the royal family. 
boats filled with diggers ready to storm Gallipoli, a rare perspective on a defining moment in Australia's history. There's not a body on the beach. It's as the men are running up, they're ready to fight. They're in full spirits. They have no idea what's ahead of them. It's the jewel in the crown of a giant photo collection, capturing historic events from centuries past. We also have Ned and Dan Kelly's armour, which dates back to their trials in the 1800s. There's Farlap winning the 1930 Melbourne Cup and private moments for the royal family. What we believe to be some of the first photographs of the Queen when she was Princess Elizabeth. There are more than 100,000 images in the Rose Stereograph Company collection taken by professional photographers. You can zoom right into it. You can blow them up as big as the Opera House. It was passed down through five generations of a Melbourne family. It's been sitting for decades in the spare bedroom underneath what were kids' bunk beds. The rights to the images and original glass tiles will go under the hammer in coming weeks, offering anyone the chance to snap up their own piece of history. The entire catalogue is estimated to be worth millions, but bids for individual photos start at just $1. There's photographs of people on beaches where they're wearing full suits and top hats. It shows us how far we've come in 100 years. Rachel Ward, 7 News. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Police will take advantage of lockdown to test Melbourne's emergency public address system today. The test warning message will be played at all 110 speaker locations across the CBD, Docklands and Sports Precinct between 8am and 6pm. There'll be a highly visible police presence. Each test lasts around five minutes. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones finished the session 179 points higher. The Nasdaq was also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,894 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 69 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77 US cents, 84, almost 85 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The UK's COVID vaccine rollout continues to set a blistering pace with younger adults now set to receive their first dose. Vaccines will be offered to people under the age of 30 across the UK within days. 52% of adults are now fully vaccinated. The UK government has set a target for every adult to be offered a first dose by the end of July. A memorial honouring soldiers who died on D-Day under British command has been unveiled in France. The new memorial bears the names of more than 22,000 soldiers, including Australians, who died during the Normandy beach landings and at a, the battle which followed. A special service was held with dignitaries from both the UK and France while the RAF's red arrows flew overhead to mark the memorial's opening. A SpaceX rocket has lifted off from Cape Canaveral in Florida, launching a new radio satellite into space. The two-stage Falcon 9 rocket blasted off in the early hours of the morning, marking the company's 18th launch of the year. The new satellite will provide radio programming across the US, Canada and the Caribbean. 
A new study has compared the health impacts of a child's food intake, finding those who eat a vegan diet are more likely to be shorter and to have weaker bones. London's Global University assessed vegetarians, vegans and omnivores. Kids on plant-based diets were on average three centimetres smaller and had four to six percent lower bone mineral levels. Health experts say the findings are worrying, with poor bone health leading to increased risk of fractures and osteoporosis. In sport, Fremantle have been decimated by injuries while going down to the Western Bulldogs in Perth. The Dockers kept in touch for most of the night before injuries to Sean Darcy, Brennan Cox and Nat Fife got the better of them. The Dogs getting home 93-65. to 65. In the other game, West Coast have won for the first time in over 20 years at the SCG. The Eagles downed Carlton by 22 points, 95-73. to 73. A bout of tonsillitis will keep Dane Gagai in isolation ahead of the State of Origin opener. The Maroon Centre didn't train yesterday and has returned a negative COVID test. Gagai is still expected to play. I think he's getting a bit of tonsillitis. I think he's on some antibiotics, but yeah, he's getting treated for it, so hopefully he'll be all good. Reid Marnie, the Maroons' second-string hooker, was forced off with a shoulder injury during Parramatta's win over Newcastle. It means the Queenslanders will be sweating on the fitness of Harry Grant. The Blues fly out today for Wednesday's clash in Townsville. Roger Federer has shocked fans withdrawing from the French Open just a day after winning a tough third-round match against Dominic Culpford. Federer clearly has his eye on a record 21st Grand Slam title at Wimbledon. I prefer to be in Rafa's or Novak's shoes right now where they're like, I'm, I'm feeling good. Is this just the perfect way to just take a rest? What's best now if you count back from Wimbledon? Federer's withdrawal from Roland Garros grants Matteo Berrettini a free pass to the quarterfinals. Richie Porte has cruised to victory in Criterium du Dauphine. In the last major warm-up race ahead of the Tour de France, Porte put on a dominant display to finish ahead of Alexei Lutsenko and teammate Geraint Thomas. Taking a look at the weather now, Brisbane sunny today, heading for a top of 23 degrees. Sydney mostly sunny, 21. Canberra fog, then sunny, a top of 14. Mostly sunny in Melbourne, 18. Hobart mostly sunny, 17. Adelaide windy with showers today, a top of 21. Perth mostly sunny, a top of 18. And Darwin mostly sunny and 31. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 7th of June.